Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. The Bible said sin is also a transgression of the law. There may be some things that's a weight to you if they are, and something to be a weight to you wouldn't be to me. If they are, well, just lay them aside and, and, and lay aside every weight and the sin which deceived and beset us and let us run with patience the race is set before us. But don't allow yourself to come under condemnation because, because of everybody's idea. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue with more from the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan. What to do when faith seems weak and victory lost. Stay tuned. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this week's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Kenneth E. Hagan's message. And I remember her eyes, you know, got almost as big as saucers. You know, I'm speaking figuratively. And she said, why, Brother Hagan, you've hit the nail right on the head. Oh, I said, no, I didn't hit the nail on the head. Jesus did. I got that out of the book. She said, I believe my husband's people were the quickest people in the world when they saw this wrong to repent and just stop it, just quit it, just repent. And I believe they were as quick as people ever seen if they thought they'd done you wrong to ask you to forgive them. Most forgiving people. And they really were sincere. And then I believe they were the quickest people to believe God I've ever seen. Now, she said, you take Mama and us and our family they're saved, filled with the Spirit, faithful Christians, you see. But right on the other hand, we, we have certain natural, physical characteristics. Sometimes it, we, we let dominate us if we're not careful. Now you take, she said, our whole family is that way. We would forgive you all right, eventually, because we know we've got to. The Bible said so. <laughs> but we hold out. All of us is just that way. That's just sort of our nature, physical nature. It wasn't a spiritual nature. It got a new nature this morning again. Amen. See? But said, we'd, just, we'd hold out to the end. You know, just at the last moment when we saw we had to. That's too late sometimes. Well, we would forgive you. And then said, when it comes to believing, we're the slowest people you've ever seen in your life to believe anybody or anything. See, including God. Well, you know, there's no, there's no mystery to that then. There's no mystery to that. Here, there's one family we're quick to repent. When they saw this wrong, they repented. Said, that's wrong. I'll stop doing that. I'll not do that anymore. The other family, and quick to forgive. The other family said, well, I know I'm going to have to forgive you eventually, but I'm going to hold it against you for the next three months <laughs> and not speak to you and treat you ugly and give you the cold shoulder. Now, eventually, I know I'm going to have to, and I will, you know, but just, just, just ride right up, you know. See, some folks, I, I don't know, I think some folks delight in sort of living right on the edge of disaster. And once in a while, they fall over. But I don't believe God wants us to live there. I'll tell you, let's just be quick to forgive. Be quick to repent. Be quick to believe God. Praise God. So now, don't condemn yourself. If, if it's not a thing that the Bible said, if our hearts condemn us not, we have confidence toward God. Now you listen to some people and you'd be under condemnation always. But if you're doing wrong, you know it right here on the inside of you yourself. And if you don't know it, forget it. Now some people are ready to condemn you about everything in the world, no matter what happened while, you know, everything's wrong. Somebody wrote us a note, you know, we was up where, in St. Louis, you know, and somebody wrote us a note, and they just said, that's not God, it, you know, God wasn't using us, talking about our whole party, he wasn't using us, because we wore jewelry, and the women didn't have long hair, had the haircut, 
and that uh, that wasn't the power of God and that God wasn't using us and God didn't have anything to do with it and signed out by saying, so there. They thought they got us told. People got every kind of an idea in the world. The Bible said sin is also a transgression of the law. There may be some things that's a weight to you if they are and something to be a weight to you wouldn't be to me. If they are, well, just lay them aside and, and, and lay aside every weight and the sin which does easily beset us and let us run with patience the race is set before us. But don't allow yourself to come under condemnation because, because of everybody's idea. One of my meetings, you know, I'd laid hands on a lady and prayed with her and she'd been filled with the Holy Ghost, spoke with tongues. She'd really spoken about 15 minutes in other tongues. Just had a great time. And then had to stopped and had just sat down on the altar and just sat there with his hand up, lifting her hands, praising God in English. And a man who had been praying with some men in another place, he came over that way and saw her sitting there, heard her praising God in English, supposed, knew she had come, you know, because he saw her come for her, supposed that she hadn't received, rushed up to her, and said, Sister, pull off that wedding band, God will feel you at the Holy Ghost. <laughs> well, I got a hold of him really quick and ushered him away and said, Brother, God's already filled her with the Holy Ghost wedding band and all. <laughs> Amen. Now, I said that to say this to you, that some people, because, you know, you don't uh, do just like they want you to do, they'll say, well, now, like I said, it may be, well, some things be left off, but it doesn't mean that that's a sin. It isn't a transgression of the law. Sin, the Bible said, is also a transgression of the law. We'll have to determine in our own hearts these things that are weights to us. And what would be a weight to me might not be a weight to you. And we'll have to lay those things aside if we're going to run the race with patience that's set before. But if you just try to do what everybody said, you'd be jumping constantly almost. Praise God. Amen. And, and, and folks will let that bring them under condemnation, keep their faith from working. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if on the inside of you in your own spirit, in your own heart, and you know your own heart. Sometimes people say, well, if I know, don't put an if on it. You know it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right down here on the inside, if you're a child of God, you know the very, I've always known it, the very minute I missed it. Amen. Well, don't wait. Don't even wait till you come to church. You just stop right then and say, Lord, I missed it. That's judging yourself. I missed it. I failed. Now you forgive me. And he'll, he'll do it. And then you'll almost get ashamed sometime on something because you'll fool around and stumble over the same thing again. I have. Have you? Or I'm the only one that ever did that. Huh? No, he didn't intend to. Didn't mean to. It wasn't my purpose to do so. But before you know it, just turn right around and fall right over the same thing. Well, I'm like one fellow said out in Amarillo. He said, I'll tell you, bless God, I'm going to heaven if I have to ride the altar bench in. <laughs> Amen. Well, if I can't get there any other way, I would too, wouldn't you? Amen. Hallelujah. All right, now then, number four. Let's come to step number four before we conclude today, and we'll get to these other steps as we go along. Be sure of this, that no doubt or unbelief is permitted in your life concerning the promises of God. Step number four. I'm talking about 10 necessary steps to follow when faith seems weak and victory seems lost. And we're down to number four now. Be sure that no doubt 
or unbelief is permitted in your life concerning the promises of God. Now you understand this, that you've taken step number two up there where I said be sure that the promises of God or the scriptures cover the thing that you've asked for or are believing for. Now then, you shouldn't have any doubt about it. Because if it's in God's word, it belongs to you. And if there's anything trying to keep you from it, that's the devil and that's not God. See, sometimes people will accept uh, because things are slow in coming because we read yesterday that Satan is the God of this world. Well, a lot of things that we are believing for and praying about and that the promises of God cover have to come to pass in this world where Satan is God. And he'll do everything in the world to keep it from coming. But now that doesn't mean that God didn't hear you the first time you prayed and the answer wasn't on the way. Remember over in Daniel, you've got a good illustration of that. Daniel set himself to seek God and he fasted. And then again, he's talking about, he said he ate no present bread. So that means that he wasn't on what we call a total fast, but he just, uh, he ate no pleasant bread for 21 days. And remember the angel came? Remember that? And remember what the angel said? Now see, the angel was 21 days in getting through, but he said, God heard you the first day and sent me. He sent the answer the first day. God sent the answer the first day. He didn't send the answer the 21st day. He sent the answer the first day. Amen. Amen. And he sent the answer when you prayed too. It may not materialize yet, but he sent the answer right then the very first day. Now what happened? He sent God sent the angel from heaven, but the prince of Persia withstood me. That's what he said, didn't he? Didn't want him to get through with the answer. Now, you see, uh, we, we remember we, we, we read that yesterday where Satan said to Jesus at the temptation when he took him upon a exceedingly high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world a moment of time, said, if you fall down before me and worship me, I'll give you these and the, the glory of them, the power thereof. Well, can't you see that? The prince of Persia over in the spirit world, you see, there were evil spirits that was ruling that nation just like there are other nations. And he said, I uh, see that those spirits withstood him, didn't want him to get through with the answer. But God heard him the first day. God sent the answer the first day. God sent the answer the first day. Now, you see, so many then, if the answer doesn't, this doesn't materialize right away, well then, they drop back in unbelief and let doubt get and say, well, maybe it wasn't the will of God to begin with. There's a lady had a little child, bless her heart, this child, only child, had a little girl, about nine years old. She had got into this charismatic move, you know, just new in it, and this girl was afflicted all her life. Now, she carried her to different ones to have hands laid on her to be prayed for, and the child failed to receive healing for some reason or another. And then the mother said, well, it's just not the will of God now because I took her and had her prayed for, and if it had been God's will, he had healed her, and he didn't, so it's not the will of God. But see, that violates the promises of God. No, it was the will of God to heal the child. Healing belonged to the child. Healing belonged to that family and that mother. But you see, she let doubt in and unbelief come in concerning the promises of God and it robbed her of the blessings that God intended that she should have. Amen. No, if, you, if, if God said it, Praise God, he intended we should have it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't provide something for us and then put it under lock and key and not let us have it. Realize that it's not God that's withholding from you. That it's the devil that's hindering you. 
and trying to keep it from coming into being or materializing. And so, stand your ground. So therefore, be sure that no doubt or unbelief is permitted in your life concerning the promises of God. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month, we're offering the paperback book by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Plus, the book by Ken Hagan, You Can Make It, and CD message, Walking with God by Ken Hagan. All three tremendous resources are yours for just $14.95. That's $8.95 off the regular price. Call now to get this very special offer, 1-888-FAITH-99. Strengthen your faith and grow. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Start your new year off right. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And Winter Bible Seminar is February the 19th through the 24th. 24th. Mm-hmm. So make plans to come here to Broken Arrow right here yeah. on the campus right here at Raymond Bible Training Center. And for all of you that are graduates worldwide, it's Worldwide Homecoming. That's right. And any of you that has ever supported Rama, we want you to yes. be here because we want you to see what, what, you, you, have what you have supported. Yeah. We just want everybody to come. It's going to be a great, great time. As my dad used to say, if you miss it, you're going to miss half, half your life. life. That's that, right. that was one of his favorite sayings. <laughs> it was. And it some was. of the people that knew him out there know yeah. that was one of the things he would say That's all the right. time. That's right. Hey, thank you for being with us. Next week, be sure to join us as we continue with more from this classic series by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. That's next week, right here on Rama for Today Radio.